In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the June 12th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Drought. 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 That's what they call... Those beautiful days you always talk about. Yeah, the wonderful in, in lovely, winter. It, yeah, when, winter. when it's eighty degrees and you go, isn't it a beautiful day? And and I seethe as 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 we. It's as, called drought. As a species go running for the cliff, I think we should enjoy it while we are running towards well, the. cliff. I would agree with you if we didn't have any control over it. You're right, and we do. And we do. We have yes. Now you're you're going to be okay. Drought. Where are drought, we talking, young friend? A fixture in much of the West for nearly a decade now covers more than one third of the continental USA, and it is spreading. Yes, there's serious uh, there's serious drought going on in, in the West. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're holding something up. No, Mike. I just wanted. It's the same. I don't know if you pulled your information from the same. The independent of as of, summer starts, yeah. half the nation is either abnormally dry or in outright drought from prolonged prolonged lack of rain that could lead to water shortages, according to U.S. Drought Monitor, a weekly index of conditions. They're they're calling for a ten percent cut in L.A. now. I don't know why they just don't go for it, because what they do is they ramp it up gradually. You know? Right. So, and when people don't respond to the ten percent, then it becomes then yeah. it becomes. So 50%. If we, so you're and they're saying, saying that yeah. there's no reason to believe that we're going to get any rain until probably next year. Yeah. And and that would be uh, well, not sir, a good thing. Yes. We might as well just go into drought mode right away. Right. Severe it, drought mode. Yes. Yeah, c- certainly if we get any rain, it'll be insignificant amounts of rain. It'll be just enough to maybe fool us into believing that something good is happening. Um, so, yeah, there's this uh, yeah amazing drought. Mm-hmm. It's water going. is essential to our existence. It's. I think many people don't know that. They may not understand. Did you they mean may, like there's water in this beer? They may not make the connection. Well, now if you put it to them in those terms, mm-hmm. maybe you'll make some progress. If we're facing the worst drought since the Dust Bowl years of the Great Depression. Uh-huh. That's right. <sighs> California is pioneering what could be the next battleground against global warming, filing suit to hold cities and counties accountable for greenhouse gas emissions caused by poorly planned suburban sprawl. California uh, Attorney General Jerry Brown has sued San Bernardino County, the USA's largest inland area and one of the fastest growing, for failing to account for greenhouse gases when updating its 25-year blueprint growth. Well, that's good to hear that uh, our attorney general is taking some steps. And yeah. That's good. No, I mean, I don't know how effective it'll be because just, I'm not going to, I was going to say something very stereotypical. I shouldn't say it. Just based on all the meth labs out there in San Bernardino Riverside, it's probably having a detrimental, I just said it anyway, didn't I? What? What's having a, a detrimental All effect? those chemicals, all that crap that's being released into the atmosphere, the Crack labs. 
Scientists claim that Lake Superior, the largest body of fresh water in the world by surface area, is experiencing its lowest water level since the record set in 1926. And the reason they're giving for it is global warming. You're saying they're, they're pretty much determining it's that. Of course, Drudge would scoff at that, Mr. Matt Drudge. I, I think he, I want these people, the, the, the people that are so virulently anti that they re- fail to recognize that there's a problem here uh-huh. and are actually doing such a disservice as to try and throw dust in our eyes on this stuff mm-hmm. should at some point be tied to the ground and have their eyelids uh, cut out. I agree. And forced to stare at the sun until they shriek. Until when, further notice. Until further notice. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Leaders of the group of eight. Yeah. That, that was a uh, 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 a uh, group during the uh, se- late 70s, I think, the, the, the group of eight. The group of eight. Yeah. They, they grew out of the uh, gang of four. No, I, know, I know where this is going. Go ahead. Let's get to it. They're, they're the main industrial nations. The great the group eight. Of eight. It's a G8. G8. Vowed to renew the global push to fight rising temperatures while agreeing not to force the U.S. and Russia to set targets now for cutting greenhouse gas emissions. So, I, you know, it's, it's like saying, I vow to lose weight. But I'm still going to eat a lot. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> going to eat a lot until I have that massive coronary, which yeah, forces then, me onto tube yeah. feeding. And then, then I'll lose I'll weight. And then I guess I'll lose some weight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, know the word consider. This yeah. is the thing that's so galling. Yeah. That the U.S. is considering, hmm. seriously considering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, I'm seriously We're considering, considering. <laughs> losing some weight. This is not news. Yeah. I would hope that they were considering it before. Isn't that why they had yeah. this meeting? Because it was under consideration. The whole purpose. Well, the main purpose of this meeting was to dis- do to discuss the looming crisis, humanitarian worldwide crisis of global warming and its effect not only on the people, the environment, etc., and also security. This is the other part of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a tremendous uh, danger, threat to world security based on global warming. Because. A lot of people are going to be pissed off. Well, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> they'll be pissed when they're, you know, when, yeah, when their children are what dying. What they really were talking about is how do you prevent them from setting our hair on yeah, fire? Yeah, exactly. That's, That's truly what. And yeah. So when they see a body of water in somebody else's country and they uh, have none yeah. because, or, or because, or they have to go somewhere else because the waters have risen to the point where they can't live where they were, which is where most of the li- world lives on the coast. They're going to be pissed. Thirst is a strong motivational factor. <laughs> it really is. Uh-huh. Oh, God. House Help Democrats, us. in their first draft of new energy legislation, would wipe out California's landmark global warming law. They would just <laughs> wipe that out, despite Nancy Pelosi's promises that her party would use the state as a model to combat climate change. So they're going to use the, a federal law to usurp uh-huh. or to supplant yeah. the California Calif- law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think they would just write into the law that if your law is better than ours, yeah, 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 it's okay, it's okay, yeah. Well, that used to be the the, the way that they did it. The Environmental Protection Agency had its standards, yeah. and then California was allowed to essentially raise Stop the it. bar. Yeah, yeah, raise the bar. That's the way it used to work. And and what happened to all these Republicans who were advocates for states' rights? Oh, you get states' rights, states rights except now what? And if even it's something Democrats they disagree be, with. That, that's what it all yeah, is. State, yeah. state rights is fine until, until it I really matters. With the state. Until it really matters. Then we have a problem. It was record, reported that Prince Bandar, yes. you know him, yeah. 
He's a Saudi prince who negotiated a $50 billion arms deal with Britain and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. He received secret payments for over a decade. Yes. Secret payments. Yeah. The UK's biggest arms dealer, BAE Systems, paid hundreds of millions of pounds to the ex-Saudi ambassador to the U.S., Prince Bandar bin Sultan. By the way, he's considered essentially an ex, uh, a member of the Bush family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they he's the guy. He, they do. They, yeah. And he's the guy that was sitting in the White House on September 12th or 13th. Smooching the president. S- making out with the president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and making sure that everyone who had... No, he's making out. They were smooching. Okay. And all of his friends were on a plane out of, out of the country as fast as they could round him up. Yeah. Uh, the payments were made with the full knowledge of the Ministry of Defense. Prince Bandar categorically denied receiving any improper payments, and BAE said it acted lawfully at all times. <laughs> well, and that's and that, that it you probably know is true. And yeah. It's probably true that they were given, they were bribing this guy, funneling money under the table, fifty billion dollars into the most dangerous region of arms, into the uh-huh. most dangerous region on the planet. And uh, it was got, an incentive program, is the way they put <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it you know? was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Defense. So we could, you know, why? Why? Because so we could protect the oil fields that we're using to destroy the planet. That's why we needed those arms there. Yeah, we need to protect those darn things, because if we don't, we're just falling behind on the race to destroy the. Okay. All right. Are you there? I'm still here. I'm just. You're trailing off today, Mike. <sighs> Defense Secretary Robert Gates has announced he will not renominate General Peter Pace. I love that name. I know. <laughs> to the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yeah. So Peter Pace will not be chairing. Can you tell me why? He's a bad boy. Well, he's he's maybe he expressed some reservations about the lunacy of the uh, policy. That might be one uh-huh. reason. But one reason in that, Iraq, yeah, in Iraq. The reason that Gates gave was he predicted a reconfirmation hearing of Pace before Congress would have been contentious. Mm-hmm. This is an administration that does not want to be accountable for anything. They have completely obligated their responsibility to tell us they don't care they're not going to tell us what they want to do why they want to do it and they're not going to put anybody in front of somebody that could hold them accountable except for alberto well, they gonzalez. Don't want anybody questioning anybody oh, and except for alberto gonzalez which go he goes up and babbles insane nonsense just lies to his teeth anything. well he didn't say anything he forgot everything yeah except, i love that thing the, the, the daily show but the thing he doesn't remember everything but what he can't remember he sure was done correctly that's basically what he said in front of Congress. Peter Pace. I'm sorry. I'm bringing you back to, yeah, to br- what we're bring talking me, about. Bring me back home. U.S. warplanes stepped up attacks in Iraq, dropping bombs at more than twice the rate of a year ago. All right. Remember Seymour Hersh coming on uh, Weekly Signals some time ago to say this whole air war that's going on is completely, so to speak, under the radar as far as the press is concerned, and they are intensely bombing. And uh, no one knows about it, and God knows what kind of damage is being done. But now we're finally getting some information about this intensive war. Yes, we are. Air war. Well, we we bombed at twice the rate about a year ago or so, too. There was yeah. a point in time where, where we stepped it up, and now we're stepping it up even more. So. Right. With the four-month-old increase in American troops slowly showing only modest success in curbing insurgent attacks, yeah. American commanders are turning to another strategy that they acknowledge is fraught with risk. And that would name be, that strategy. 
I can name it. I can name it, but go ahead. Tell our listeners, Don Pardo, Arming what they... Sunni Arab groups. Yes. That have promised to fight militants linked with al-Qaeda who have been their allies in the past. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're, they're arming the Sunnis. Now they're pissed at the yeah, al-Qaeda. And, and the Sunnis, they know what they're going to do with those Yeah, they arms. know that those bullets are only going to be shooting at other Sunnis, which, sure, they are. I'm sure they're going to be shooting some of their own. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure... Well, actually, I do think they will be, because a lot of the al-Qaeda's are out of the country people coming yeah. in, and they're not happy about it. They're not happy about these foreigners in their in their country, whether they be American or, or they be mm. Turkish or whoever. They don't want them there. We're arming a loose cannon. We are. This is insanity. This is absolute insanity. We're going to give money to the Sunnis, who by far and away have been uh, killing American soldiers at a far higher rate than, yeah. this, than, the, uh, than the Shiites have. Yeah. They've pretty much kept their powder dry as yeah. far as the insurgency. It's the Sunnis who have been shooting us and killing us by far, like 80% of the casualties. Maybe that's the exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if we kill, kill every, our own troops, kill every yeah. one of our troops, and, Arm the and we don't have to bring anybody home at that point. The Iraqi parliament passed a binding resolution that will guarantee lawmakers an opportunity to block the extension of the UN mandate under which coalition troops now remain in Iraq when it comes time for renewal oh, in December. Is that right? So, so there is a possibility that the the Iraqis could end the war themselves. This According, is, yeah, okay, this, that's like that's going to happen. This is the <laughs> this is the exit strategy. Their exit strategy for us is we're just going to block the, the at that point. I think the term uh, "everything's on the table" will <laughs> yeah. come up. Yeah, yeah. In order to, in order to stop this withdrawal, which will announce a uh, maybe a nuclear strike. I don't know. It was reported that the Sudan has secretly worked with the CIA spy on the insurgency in Iraq. And this would be bad. Why? Why would that be a bad thing? <laughs> and the reason is... <laughs> uh, well, the Sudanese regime yeah. uh, is uh, involved, involved in killing tens of thousands. Is it? We would call it genocide. We here. might. Some yeah, might refer to it as genocide yeah. when you slaughter the tens of thousands. Darfur. Of people, Darfur, 400,000, 500,000 people are dead. And yeah. A couple of million are displaced. But as long as they feed us bogus information about Iraq. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. As yeah. long as they'll say what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, I, it's, I don't even We need know. a reason to justify the war. <laughs> sure, it's okay. Another 50,000 dead. I know. What do we care? We, when we had, a couple of weeks ago, when we had the director of uh, The Devil Came on Horseback, we just barely brushed upon this, but it's true reported in the Times a couple of years ago about the strong ties between the U.S. military, high command, mm-hmm. and the, some Sudanese uh, government officials who said they were willing to talk about al-Qaeda. And so all bets are off. And you guys mm-hmm. can pretty much do whatever you want. I, I did want to say— You think we may be being manipulated? You think we are? <laughs> I mean, you know, when you have a couple of guys like us sitting around and uh, who, can, who sort of have a sense, and I think it's a correct sense, that we're being jerked around— yeah. All over the place, all over, and, and under the guise of the war on terror, these guys are just jerking us. Yeah. And the guys in Washington, I mean, I know people at the Pentagon and the State Department and the CIA know what's going on. It's just that the wrong people are in charge. The people that are in charge are the ones who want to be manipulated, apparently, for some reason. Anyway, I did want to ask or ask if you one quick, I mean, I'll throw in one quick story. Turkey. Turkey? You know about Turkey? I know about Turkey. Do you mean the, the troops? 
They're they denying start, the troops. They, they're starting to shell northern Iraq. Okay. The last week, they, there was a report that 100 troops came across the border yeah. in northern Iraq. Yeah. And the Turkish government said, no, no, we didn't send 100 troops across the border. But now they're shelling it, huh? They're shelling. Reportedly caused a wide, uh, wide fires and large amounts of damage. Meanwhile, four Turkish soldiers were killed on a roadside bomb 45 miles uh, north of the border. So mm-hmm. the Iraqis, are st- the, the Kurds, that's essentially the, with the part of the country we're talking about, the Iraqi Kurds yeah. are beginning to respond in kind. Are they salting them too? Are, are they what? Salting. Salting? Uh-huh. Shelling and salting? Oh, I see. You're yeah. saying, or, no, they're, no you know what? They're smoking the turkeys. Smoking the, the Turks, whatever. That's, right, that's that's not a good thing. That's yeah, no, it's no, it's just this is really this is I've said this we before. This is kind of the doomsday scenario, which uh-huh. is suddenly Turkey, which with one of the largest standing armies in the world, decides that they don't want the the Kurds in the north of Iraq yeah. to begin to rain on their parade, and if they get involved, I mean, really, then it is just it's on, as they would say, it's way on. Mm-hmm. So there you go. We might have to be diplomatic. I don't even know if it'll matter at yeah, that point. Yeah. If the if the Turks really decide to go for it, knowing all the ramifications of it, I don't think they're going to be worried about some a couple of diplomats sitting around a yeah. coffee table. Let's send over Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> I just yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Blackwater, yeah. USA. They're yeah. kind of like Halliburton. Yes. They're almost as bad as Halliburton. Uh, would, or they may be as I bad. think they're right, they're right there. there. Yeah, yeah. They were linked to a plane being used to shuttle terror suspects to secret prisons in Poland and Romania. So there is a well, there is a link now. They were suspected all along. That's the thing about a lot of this news. Yeah. yeah news flash. Well, you, we knew about this three months ago, and now we have absolute positive proof go. about we, it. Exactly. And we still, the, uh, yeah. the administration will go, well, don't have enough proof. we got to look into it some <laughs> yeah. more. We'll look into it. But... Uh, but um, by the way, a little programming plug here. Our good friend uh, Robert Larson is going to be have, having Jeremy Scahill oh, yeah. on in a couple, this week or next week, uh, who wrote the book on Blackwater. Yep. So you might check that out. Yep. Friday at 4 o'clock. Reggie. Reggie Walton. That mm-hmm. would be Judge Reggie Walton. Uh-huh. This is, you know, this is a week old, but I might as well say Scooter Libby. Yeah, 30 months. Judge Walton. Mm-hmm. Gave him 30 months in prison and $250,000 fine. Libby was Cheney's chief of staff, national security advisor, Mm -hmm. and formally charged with obstruction of justice. He's not going to jail. Lying under oath. You think he's going to get fired? You know, we we bring the republic to a halt over consensual sex between Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. Okay. This guy, we don't need to run down this whole thing. I mean, he lied about, he tried to out an operative... A working operative within the she wasn't an operative who was who was involved <laughs> in counter in counter uh, measures against the proliferation of nuclear uh, material in the Middle East. We ruined that operation. God knows how many people died because of it. Uh-huh. And oh, we need to pardon this guy. Vice President Dick Cheney told Justice Department officials that he disagreed with their objections to a secret surveillance program during a high-level White House meeting. In March of 2004, James B. Comey. Yeah. You remember him? I do. A former senior justice official told senators this. Mm-hmm. And the meeting came one day before White House officials tried to get approval for the same program from then Attorney General Ashcroft. Mm-hmm. Remember, the, it's the famous hospital visit. Yeah, it's the famous midnight ride of uh, Alberto Gonzalez. Controversial plan to allow oil and gas drilling 
A top-in environmentally sensitive plateau in western Colorado was approved by federal land managers over the objections of Colorado. Of everybody (laughs) who matters and cares and knows what's going on. Yeah. They're drilling on 73,000 <laughs> acres. That's about 70% of the Rhone Plateau, if you're wondering. I'm really torn. I don't know if if it would be good if a Democrat's elected in 2008 because it'll take at least eight years to get to clean up this mess, to literally just clean up, to get back to, to square one. Forget progress. Yeah. Just cleaning up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then it'd be worse if, you know, Giuliani? Giuliani or Mitt. Yeah, Mitt. I don't know what to make of Mitt. That, that guy, if there's ever uh, the Manchurian candidate or the- There's nothing there. The the Stepford candidate. Yeah. That's the guy right there. The U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee voted 11 to 8 in support of a measure that would return habeas corpus rights to terror suspects. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a close vote. I guess habeas it was. Habeas corpus. Let me see <laughs> now. now. Mm. 900 years of legal <laughs> tradition versus six years of idiots and lunatics in charge of the government. Hmm, which way should we go? Turkey. Yeah. Well, that, I already, we already covered this. Yeah. Turkey. Didn't mean the to... sweeping immigration overall endorsed by President Bush. You remember that? The immigration thing. Yeah. That's dead. Yeah, that's well, gone. Ain't gonna happen. Picked apart anymore. like just like yeah, vultures right. on a carcass, well, and here. then they add everything to it. Yeah, that's what they, that's how you kill you, it. Now. Yeah, you just burden it with I everyone said, else's pet projects until pe- enough people get pissed off. That yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I know. An overweighted bill. Meanwhile, yeah, they did they did get a lot of anti-immigration people a little bit steamed. Yeah, they've yeah. they've energized their base. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk about this, uh, you know, the the Kennedy thing, you know, the, uh, the airport, the blowing oh, it up. Oh, blowing up. Oh, you know, I know just enough to get into trouble here. I just Well, yeah. Well, let me just say okay, okay. that when the U.S. attorney, that was Roslyn Manskoff, described yeah. the alleged terror plots to blow up Kennedy Airport, she said it was one of the most chilling plots imaginable, Yeah, which might have caused unthinkable devastation. Yeah, that's so, how I heard that part. Michael Greenberger. Nobody's going to hear this. I heard They're the part. They're going to hear her. I heard that part. We're going to hear the shrill part. Chilling. Michael Greenberger, director of the Center for Health and Homeland Security, said he cringed when he heard that of because he, the plot yeah. Yeah. was never operational. He knew about it. He was he was working on this. Okay. He was into it. All right. It was never operational. The public had never been at risk. And the notion of blowing up the airport, let alone the borough of Queens, by exploding a fuel tank was in all likelihood a technical impossibility. That was what I heard. I heard that yeah. it's not like they ever considered the 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 concept that some you know yeah. some uh, knuckle dragger would be sit, standing around with a cigarette and might flick it in the wrong direction. Yeah, they they kind of figured that might that could happen, right? Yeah. So they have all kinds of safety features built in to prevent it from turning into a conflagration. The alleged mastermind, Russell DeFritis, was hapless and episodically homeless. homeless. <laughs> That's, well, there I, you go. I don't know where they get these things. And meanwhile, people are going to rem- think of him forever as this, yeah. this horrible... Mastermind. Yeah, yeah, mastermind. Criminal mastermind. <laughs> no, I know. He's a homeless guy uh, who couldn't hold... Well, All heterosexual adults who register their domestic partnerships with the state of California will have the same legal rights as married couples. Did you say heterosexual? Yeah, heterosexual. Okay. Is that all right? No, I guess you have it's a problem right. with that? Oh. I mean, it's a step. 
including filing joint state tacking in blah, 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 joint state income tax returns. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was approved by the Senate. Let's, so it's moving on. Fantastic. Another another measure to legalize marriage for gay couples easily passed the California Assembly after a respectful debate. They had a respectful. Well, debate. They had a respectful. That's good. It, that was in stark contrast to the rancorous exchange on the same issue two years ago. Hmm. Two years. Hmm. Hmm. What happened? That could have been an election year, couldn't mm, it? I think could have so. been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. transparent. Oops. It's all so transparent. Yeah. People, wake up. According to a new analysis of ancient chicken bones, yeah. prehistoric Polynesians beat Europeans to the Americas. Yes. I thought that was kind of nice. Yeah. Especially that it was chickens, too. Yeah, they figured uh, out those chickens. Yeah. yeah. They, were, they were Polynesian chickens. Yeah. They, to the Americas, which was South America predominantly. Yeah, we're they, talking they about came over the yeah. island routes, right? And and, and it was in America. They said the time frame for them being on the water from the, the mm-hmm. closest island was about right for as far as they would want to go. You know, my dog Buddy loves chickens. Does he? Yeah. Does he know? And he was very excited when he heard the news. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm kind of excited too. I'm not yeah. a big fan of. I mean, I don't eat. Well, I do eat chicken. I shouldn't say. Yeah, good. I was just going to say. Do you have anything? Because I'm just about no, ready to, no, to just, wrap. Let's this. kick this in the head. Yeah. Okay. I got nothing. And finally. Yeah. And finally. According to findings published in the medical journal Gastroenterology, which I read all the time. Religiously. I tell you, your head's buried in that thing all the time. There's nothing (laughs) more interesting (laughs) than people's digestive systems, apparently. Drinking coffee appears to lower the risk of developing liver cancer. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.